peace, love, and more light. Welcome back to the Third Eye High Podcast. I am your host, J.F. Bay. I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. Here at the Third Eye High Podcast, we deal with a higher consciousness of flyer culture. And as we continue on with the 40-day Grand Ascension, the 40-day Grand Ascension for the next 40 days, I will be giving you spiritual downloads to help you raise vibration up to the God Center. So, as we continue on, this is day 21, day 21 of the 40-day Grand Ascension. We are crossing the threshold to the 20 Grand Ascensions of the Higher Self. This build is designed to give you 20 vibrations for the lower self, 20 vibrations for the higher self. Together, it's the 40-day Grand Ascension. That's that 40 days in the wilderness. That's that 40 days for Moses to reveal the God in himself, right? Because all of the spiritual teachings are of an esoteric nature, meaning dealing with the inner, right? It's all dealing with inside of Right? So the 40 day grand ascension series, we uncover a lot of uh, the spiritual scripture. We go through the holy book, of course, we go through the Bible, we go through the Torah, we go through even the Quran, we even go through um, <laughs> the Book of Mormons, right? Because I'm pulling the light out of all these books to show you that all the books were designed to do one thing to teach you the master, the heaven and hell that exists within your temple, higher self lower self. It was never to talk about an energy outside of you. Because if you can't find the God inside of you, you're going to be forever looking for the God outside of you. And the God you're looking for is looking for you, right? Wake up. Look a little bit closer in that mirror. So, the 40-day Grand Ascension, day 21, fall in love with your first love. Fall in love with your first love. What am I talking about? Ah, I'm gonna get some uh <laughs> get some some testifiers in the back of the congregation today, right? Right? In this in this uh virtual congregation, right? Because we out here truth trafficking in these spiritual streets, right? So when I say your first love, I'm speaking of that passion that's inside of you, that that thing that connects your soul to purpose. Right? Now now we all want love outside of ourselves where we find that love in our counterparts and our significant other, right? We want them to be a reflection of that love that you're seeking, right? But we're talking about that first love that you have something you love to do, right? Where's that love for what you love to do? Because we're all here to do something, right? Now, a lot of us fall short because we stop chasing after what the soul loves and we start running after what the flesh loves, what the ego loves. But the ego isn't honest with anyone. I said the ego isn't honest with anyone. The ego isn't even honest with itself. And the ego only wants what it wants for a limited time. So this is why we fall short and we fall in and out of so-called love or that quest to find that love outside of ourselves. But first, we have to find the balance within ourselves to connect with the love that's in us. And first, we connect with that love by 
focusing on what we love and being able to raise that vibration throughout our creations, right? Because we are a co-creator with the creator. So let's get into it. The 40-day grand ascension, day 21, fall in love what you love it's time to fall back in love time to fall back in love with your first love right you must connect with the passion inside of you to connect with the passion outside of you right? we all want to feel that passion from you know our girlfriends our wives and, you know significant others and all this but oftentimes we meet people during the times we let our fire go out and sometimes we're looking for that spark and yeah people can remind you of that spark that you once had inside of you but the only person that can keep that fire going is you you keep that shit lit right and that comes from connecting with the passion that's inside of you and that's the only way you connect with the passion outside of you right we all want people to love you know the way we love but then you gotta ask yourself how are you loving Right? Are you loving yourself the way you want that reciprocated in somebody else? Or are you loving yourself just a little bit less? Right? Sometimes we 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 pour all our love into other people and we ain't got nothing left for ourselves. Right? We we go hard for someone else's dream that they're building, but it's like you ain't been on the construction site to to, <laughs> to build up your temple. You know what I'm saying? You you neglecting your temple. And you're trying to build with someone, but you stop building the most important project of all, which is yourself. Right? We all here to build up the temple of the self to get back to the God self. Right? Because we can't have all this admiration for others and secretly we tear ourselves down. Right? And it's like you can't have all this fire and drive to want to help someone if you haven't used some of that energy to help manifest things yourself so one must fall in order to uplift fallen humanity right we all here to be of service as the creator says right remember in the bible he's washing the feet of the robber the murderer the rapist the prostitute he's washing everybody's feet they say man you're the son of god like what the the fuck you doing you over here washing feet like he says i must be of service so we are all here to serve fallen humanity we're all here to serve fallen humanity. But one must fall in order to uplift fallen humanity. Meaning, you got to go through your own shit here. To be able to understand someone else's shit. To, to have compassion. To want to be there for someone else. So in order to be there for someone else, first you got to be there for yourself. Let's stop running to the aid of other people. To want to wanna put people's fires out and make everything right for someone else when... You having a tower moment yourself. You know what I'm saying? Shit is in chaos. It's in disarray. And you have to fix the things in your own temple before you go running off trying to save the world. You can't save the world until first you save yourself. It all starts with you. Because your universe, right? The, the one verse. Your word. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. So you're the creator when you walk with the vibration of the creator's word. And it's not just found in one book, it's found in all books. But 
the most important book of all is the book of the heart, right? Because all your deeds is going to be recorded onto the soul. So you got to ask yourself when that soul is trying to remind you of why you're here, how do you drown it out? Do you throw a fucking ego party? You know what I'm saying? Where, where the ego gets everything checked off its list and the ego wakes up, you know, with a fucked up hangover, you know what I'm saying, and from partying and, and, and then the ego does the same shit again the next day. But you're not using any of that time, any of that energy to, to fuel the fire that ignites the passion that the soul is connected to. And this is what we're going to remind ourselves of today, right? Because in the times that you feel like falling or, or the times you feel like you're failing, that's when you see God's face the most. Listen to what I just said. In the times you feel like you're falling or failing, that's when you see God's face the most. See, God is going to put you in places you remember. <laughs> right? Sometimes God got to take shit away from you because... You're too busy distracted from that relationship with the God inside of itself. See, we're not talking about no mystery God in the sky outside of you. We're talking about the God inside of you. And many of us haven't had a sincere conversation with the God inside of us in a long time. In a long time. And we searching for the God in someone else. And want want everyone else to treat us godly. And yet... We tear ourselves down every day. What kind of conversation are you having with God every day? We're talking about the God inside of you. See, when you pray, you, you, you are conjuring up or invoking affirmations of the soul. This conversation is going on on your highest plane of existence. We're not talking about an illusionary world that doesn't exist. We're talking about that ultimate inner knowing that we all are connected to but you have free will right so in those times you feel like you're 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 falling or you're failing right we all feel like man i I just keep failing and i'm failing and but but look at it this look at it this way each time you fall you had to fall from somewhere which means you were flying at one time right we all are flying but each time you flying, you trying. So there's no such thing as failing. But what is it to fall in love? Isn't that failing too? Right? We all think that we fail in our relationships and we fail in, in, in this quest for love. But don't you got to fall in love? Isn't that a form of failing? Because <laughs> you're falling? But, 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 but understand what we're saying here. Because you, you're going to continue to fall as long as you continue to jump. And, and you got to jump after the things that ignite the passion of the soul. You got to jump after those things that the soul loves to do. So we're talking about falling in love with your first love. That first love is that initial spark that you got when something piqued your interest something grabs your attention for long periods of time and whether you got paid to do this thing or not you get engaged and and something lit up in you that light in the temple started to get brighter and you started to connect with 
whatever that thing you fell in love with, you said, yo, yeah, this is what I'm here to do. And nine times out of 10, every time you did it, you, you did it to be of service to your brother and sister, right? You, you did it to be of service to light the way of those in darkness here. That was your God-like instinct to say, yup, now I remember what I'm here to do. I'm here to get busy. You're not here for no title. You're not here for no job position. You, all of that shit is of the ego. When you get down to the common denominator, there's something you love to do that you probably stopped doing because you started to love others, other things than what the soul loved, right? You might have compromised that walk, that path that you were supposed to be on because maybe you wanted to, oh, I want to create a family or this or that. And there's never enough time to get back to what you love. But of course you love your family, right? But, but you got to understand that you put your family in the same conversation as what you love. Get what I'm saying? Meaning you might be stuck at a job for 30 years that you hate the job and you just took it. Because, you know, you got to provide for your family. Understandable. And now you find time where you no longer got to be connected to that job. Because now you got your time back. So now, do you still answer that calling that's been calling you for so long? Or do you continue to give up? Because you always got a chance to get busy on that path for what the soul wants. You always got that chance. So now, go back and connect to that feeling of freedom that you felt when you were doing something you truly love to do. Now, let's weigh that 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 uh range of love. Just imagine the first time you fell in love with something you love to do. That same kind of love is that love you were looking for in your relationship. Right? You know when you first get together with the sister and you know that fire's burning high and y'all just happy to see each other and you know your eyes is all bright and you know, you finish each other's sentences and you stay on the phone for hours and all that shit. That reminded you of that same feeling when you first fell in love with your first love, right? So when most people hear first love, you think, oh, the first girl you fell in love with. Nah, not, not, not necessarily, right? Because a lot of times our first love was like a piece, just, you know, some sex. It was just a piece of ass, right? So, you know, for most guys, right? It's like you rarely ever remember, but then most of us do. You might remember that one sister that walked into your life and she lit shit up. You know what I'm saying? She lit it up so bright that she reminded you of that fire that's inside of you. And that's what that's what that love is. That's why most women are fiery. They have that on go type of energy. And they remind you that life is to be lived, right? Because you look at a woman that's thriving. You look at a woman that's full of life. Right? She's going to have this light. She's going to have this aura coming up off her, right? To where everything she touches livens up, right? Remember, the woman can give life, right? She's the bearer of your children, right? So she's going to carry that life. You ever notice a pregnant woman, they have that glow on them and they just, yeah, because that's that creator's energy that's within. But she's reminding you of that energy that's already inside of you. So this is why most of the times we get with a woman and that spark is so bright because she's reminding you of that God-like divine energy that's already within you. And you have to keep that light lit. And how do you keep it lit? It's going to wane 
you know, in your relationships, right? You know, after a few weeks, you know, so ah, uh, you know, and, you know, you know, did your thing, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you guys are getting uh, used to seeing each other every day. And then it starts to, but to keep that fire lit, you have to also give your energy to your first love before the love you share with her, right? Because look at a man that doesn't have a purpose. He's just chasing pussy. A man that doesn't have a purpose is just chasing pussy. Pussy and profits, right? <laughs> but if you you have a purpose, all of these things come with it. So it's, it's a package deal. But that purpose-driven man is lit up, right? That purpose-driven man has that spark, that light. And that's what the woman is initially attracted to. Like that moth to a flame kind of concept right the sister sees that spark within your eyes right that's why most women right they not necessarily look at the guy for his outer exterior for his looks right because you know some of the rough looking dudes you know what i'm saying could pull some of the baddest women and you say well damn how did he get hurt it's something in your eyes that she sees she sees that passion in your eyes she sees that you're already in love with something else See, you become the woman's challenge. You become her challenge. Her challenge is to conquer you in this quest of love. And when she meets you, she's intrigued because she sees that spark in your eyes that you're already in love. And she wants to be a reflection of that love as your woman is. So what attracts a woman is that spark that's in our eyes that showed it with focus, with determined purpose driven and you know where we going most women going to follow a man that knows where he's going but there's times when we get lost and we, we we feel uncertain about where we're going and we've been on this road so long and we like ah man are we gonna eventually get to this destination but the man that stays consistent will always find his way and a woman that senses that that can see a man going through his struggles and what attracts her to him is the fact that he never gives up. He might get lost on that road, but he's still on the road. He might have to pull over on the shoulder, get some directions, but he's still on the road. He might have to fix a flat tire in a snowstorm, but he's still on the road because he walks by faith and not by sight. So all of this is about reminding you to fall in love with your first love, right? Everybody that's trying to find love, you're doing it in reverse. She's going to be attracted to what you love at a cellular level, right? Nothing physical, right? All that shit is temporary, right? Our looks, everything, all that stuff wanes, right? We eventually get older. All these things set in. But what's real and what's true is that passion inside of you. What's real and what's true is that passion inside of you. And you can't fake it. You could be around somebody for so long and you can you can pick up on their energy that they don't got no passion. They don't want to go after nothing. They not trying to build nothing. And you can't build with somebody that ain't building something on their own. And that's what it's about. It's about reminding you of what you love. Before you out here trying to find love, trying to convince people that you in love, that you love them so much. Well, what is it that you love? And if you show me what you love, and show me how you nurture and cultivate and, and, and give time to what you love, then I can see an example of the love I'm gonna receive when we're in 
Mm. Bars on top of bars. So let's get deeper into this, right? Because I always pull out some of the scripture just to, to show you the correlation that the book's been trying to remind you of that God-like force within you, of that energy that's trying to tell you, it's what you're here to do. You're here to get busy. So let's go to the scripture, right? I don't want to alarm anybody. We often go through the sun book, the book of sun, and we just talk about that book of the light of the soul because Christ just simply represents the light, the light that's within you. Those who are the anointed, the one who have the light of truth in their heart are the Christ-like beings because Christ isn't one person. That's why his name was Yahshua the Christ, the Christ, which is a title of nobility. The Christ was a race of people, the light beings, those who came with the truth and those who came back to judge this disillusionary world of falsehood. Right? It's all, all of this battle, this war of good and evil, all of this shit is taking place within your temple, within your heart. And you can't serve two masters. So we're going to continue on with this, right? If someone's there for you, they're going to always be a reflection of the God in you. So you won't forget. That's what I just said. It's times as men, we fall short and... Our lady could say something to lift us right up because she's that reflection of the God that's in us. She's shining the God in her that's conversing with the God inside of you to raise you back up. So if you're not around someone to remind you of the God that's in you, they gonna have you on some devil shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not around the people that's reminding you of your higher self, of your higher calling, of that that innate thing that you're here to do that nobody else can do right sometimes we just want to figure shit out as men right we, we don't have the solution in the moment but in the moment of confidence and courage we pull out that solution and it might just take a kind word from my girl like you got it a hug a, a look a certain way to just say i know that you're gonna figure it out and then give us the space to figure it out because that's where we step into our own, not the tearing us down and you're not going to do it. And I know you're not going to, that's the wrong kind of energy to give to your man. Because if he treats you like God, he looks as you, he looks at you as God, right? If we treat you as God, ladies, we look at you as God. So that being so, when you speak, it's like God speaking. So what you say is worth your weight in gold. So only speak life into your man, ladies. Late men, only speak life into your women because she's going to be a reflection of that energy that you give to her. And this is what this is about. To reciprocate only genuine, unconditional love. See, love is unconditional. See, when you fall in love, you in it. Once you in it, he signed up for the terms in the contract, which means this love has to be unconditional. It can't be fake. That's why many of us get fake love back at us. We be around someone for years and we look over and say, man, I don't know who I'm, who I'm sleeping with. I don't know who I'm next to. Who is this person? Because 
they lower their vibration to the level of love that you're willing to accept. See, if you're not willing to accept all of love, you're going to get some bullshit. You're going to be a part of the game that everybody else is playing. Now, those that are always in love, unconditionally, they on that roller coaster. They having a ride of their life, the time of their life. But then those that want the, you know, the social media version of love where everything's a perfect picture and we got a hundred different filters, all that shit could fool, you know, spectators. But it's not going to fool the people that are actually in that race of love. We know what love is and we know what love ain't. Because if you ever went on that quest to find love, you got beat up. You got your ass kicked. So you know about a real fight and you know what it's like to fight for love when it's really love. But imagine you connecting back to that same fight you had when you was fighting for something you loved. See, you say you love her, you're going to fight for her. But most of the time, that should be of the ego. But what, it, what about you fighting for something you love? Right? A skill that you're good at. A business you're trying to build. And, and, and you since gave up on that shit because you're like, ah, it's not going to work. Let me be realistic. Well, be realistic about the gifts God gave you. Be realistic about the talents that God wants you to share with this world. That's what you're here to do. Get back to that which you first fell in love with. That dealt with inside of you. Are you, are you falling in love with the love that's inside of you? Or are you out here trying to find it in other people? You'll never find it if it's not residing in your own heart first and foremost. That's how we learn about the relationship of love. How do we treat the relationships we have with the things that we love? Or keeping our word to saying that we're going to do something that's to build us up or to help us along our journey and we don't do it how many times you made a promise to yourself and you renege well the world's gonna renege on you too because as within as without as above as below let's get into the scripture because we we <laughs> we cooking right now we cooking we cooking so now you gotta detach from the emotion right now emotion is just energy and motion Detach from the emotion. Sit still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. You got to see the lesson and the blessing, right? See, every time you learning a lesson, just know that's because you about to receive that blessing, right? God is going to put you through some shit to bring you to some shit. God's going to put you through some shit to bring you to some shit, right? Something that you want, but... I got to see if you really want it. So I got to put some obstacles in your path to see if you're going to use your energy to get busy, right? That energy, that God inside. Let's get to that scripture. Felicians chapter four, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. Now, as we said, the Christ is not to do with the jerry curls and the sandals they show you in all the churches. The Christ simply represents the light of truth that's within your heart, that's within your temple. So I can do all things through the truth, which strengthens me. So we got to be truthful about our walk in life. We got to be truthful about where we add in life. We got to be truthful about the things we want in our lives. 
right? A lot of things you might have been chasing for, chasing after for 10 years, that shit was never for you. It was never for you. So you gave up on a quest that you should have never been on in the first place. God said, you out here wasting gas when I gave you drive to fuel your passion to go that way. But you went the direction of the ego. And we all, you know, often do that, right? But sometimes you got to go the wrong way to find out how to go the right way. It's all understandable. And we're all going to fall short. We're all going to, you know, make these mistakes. But what is a mistake, right? It's just, oops, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Spilt, spilt a little something. But, but it always can be cleaned up. So a mistake can always be made right. But first you have to acknowledge that, yeah, that was the, the wrong turn I took. A lot of times we stay on the wrong road most of our lives. Knowing it's wrong. The ego just don't want to give up and tell you, hey, man, we should be doing something else. And oftentimes you'll meet women that's going to remind you of the soul by challenging the ego. See, the woman is here to challenge that ego. She's here to call the bluff of the ego because the ego always wants to pat itself on the back. The ego always wants to be in the headlights. The ego always wants to be talked about. But the soul is, is the one that's really going to do the work. So when she looks into your eyes, she can see that soul that, that, that wants to get busy. So oftentimes women can see something in us that we can't see in ourselves because we're not looking deep enough. But she's there to remind you of what's there. But she's not going to hinder your path, right? She's not going to stop you on your destination. She's going to encourage you to get busy. In fact, that's what attracts her to you. The fact that you have a purpose. That's what this is about. Because she's going to follow somebody with purpose. Because if that man is purpose driven. He's going to build. And if she knows you're a builder. She's going to always have a home. She knows you're a protector. Provider. She's going to always have someone that got her back. And she could let her hair down. Be more vulnerable. Open up. Let you inside that heart. But it first starts with what she sees eyes for the eyes are the windows to the soul Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31 let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice see all of this stuff is of the ego and it burns out your fuel right it burns out the fuel in your tank your tank that's supposed to be filled of that fuel that drives you towards your passion of the soul. See, all of this shit of the egos is, is the ego is designed to burn out all your energy so you don't get busy to build up your temple. That's what it's about. The ego wants you to make a, a earthly temple of itself that's gonna eventually topple. But the creator's talking about building this temple of the soul that never diminishes. It's forever, long-lasting. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. See, every time you're doing something to invoke the energy of other people just for the sake of stealing their energy, I want them to praise me. I want to salute me for this and my accomplishments and this and that. And I want them to give me a trophy and a Grammy and, a, and all this other shit that ignites the fire 
of the people that don't have the fire, right? That artificial flame. See, the celebrities represent that artificial flame. They traded their light for the spotlight. They look like they're shining, but everything with glitters ain't gold. So you got to do this heartedly as to the Lord. So everything that you're doing is to praise and pay homage to the God inside of you. Because that's who you are, God. So to, to know that you're not the ego, you separate yourself from the ego and what the ego wants. So you don't shine, you don't shine light on the ego. In fact, you take the ego out of the spotlight and you put the ego back in the audience take the ego out the spotlight and put the ego back in the audience and you let the soul get busy because the soul is the star in your movie and you got to get in get in touch with what the soul wants and every day there's a calling and you can continue to send the soul to the voicemail but it's going to keep calling as long as you're here but you got to do everything wholeheartedly to raise up and connect with that true love of the God inside of you. Everything is dealing with esoteric. Psalms 27 4. Psalms 27 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Right? See, we all say, you know, do you believe in God? And everyone's arguing about the concept of God. And well, who's God? And what book actually speaks of God? And did all of that is true arguments of the ego. We're talking about you seeking that relationship with the God inside of you. To know that you're God. To be reminded of that. To be out here on some godly shit. To be out here guiding. To call upon. To invoke that great energy that you speak of. Because we all are just that energy connected to that one source. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all thy days of my life. Now we're talking about the house of the Lord is the, the temple, the spiritual temple. We're talking about the kingdom of heaven. Where's your temples? Take your hand and put, put your hand on your temple, your left and your right temple. Oh, where's the, the, the soul of, of Solomon's temple? It's your third eye. So we're talking about that kingdom of heaven. We're talking about your supreme consciousness to understand, right? Because your world is what you perceive, right? You can be a, pr a prisoner of your perception, right? You, you could run around following after everyone's version of you, right? You could, you could take everyone's advice of who you are and who you should be. And that could be your prison. You could be falling short trying to live up to other people's expectations or you can get a clear picture of the God that God sees you as John 10 34 36 year gods if he called us gods unto whom the word God came and the scriptures cannot be broken you believe me when I say I'm the son of God you say I'm blasphemous when I say that you are God see that's how the book reads all through the book is telling you that you God wake up God but remember, the moment you test to being God, you're going to be crucified. To understand that, that the flesh is going to go through some shit. When, when you keep saying, I'm not just the flesh, <laughs> this world is going to say, oh, really? Well, let's see how much 
you can take of the flesh if you're God. And that was the whole walk of the crucifixion and all of that. It was to show you that you're going to leave this physical body, but you wasn't this physical body to begin with. I am nobody. Everybody's striving for a title and, 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 and some prestige in this illusionary world. I am nobody. You heard me correct. I am nobody. What you mean? Everybody's a somebody. No, I am nobody. I am nobody. I am the soul freeing itself from bondage. I am the soul freeing itself from bondage. I take that title gladly. I am nobody. How about you? To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. See, to inquire in his temple. See, you always got to take that time of meditation and contemplation and discernment to just go within. Sometimes you got to just shut up. Take all the cares of the world of today and all the struggles and everything and just tune all that shit out. Give yourself 20, 30 minutes a day to just meditate, to go within. Practice on that deep breathing. Just be still and be in this present moment and know that I am God. I'm talking about you. You connect with that I, that spiritual sight, by going within with that deep breathing and that meditation. That answer that you're, you're searching for can't be found if you're arguing with the ego. The answers you're searching for can't be found if you're arguing with your ego. Sometimes you got to shut up. Shut up and let God talk. And, that, and that's found in that solitude and that silence. Be still and know that I am God. Be cooking today. Let's, let's continue. Let's continue. Colossians. No, Corinthians. Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. And we're talking about whatever you feed the temple should sustain the temple, should help build up the temple, right? Whatever you feed the mind, right? Whatever you're listening to, whatever you're watching, whatever you're reading, all of this stuff, if it's not helping you build up and re-assure re, uh, your purpose, if it's not helping you to fuel that drive that keeps you purpose-driven, it's here to destroy the temple. Right? It's time for us to clean up our temples, right? Get your diet right because the stuff you eat affects your thoughts. So if you're eating a lot of processed foods and a lot of sugar, sugar is classified as a controlled dangerous substance. Sugar is just addictive, it's crack cocaine. <laughs> Salute to all the people that are trying to fight sugar addiction. But I say that to say this: a lot of the foods that we consume is designed to destroy our melanin. Now, melanin controls all the systems in our bodies. A lot of us are dealing with ailments that could be alleviated if we just changed what we put into the temple. Now, as I said, your diet comes in many forms. What you eat, what you listen to, what you drink, what you watch, what you speak about. All of this stuff is your diet. All of this stuff can sustain life or can stagnate life. Choose wisely. Corinthians chapter 16, verse 11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. This is powerful. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Now, when you're vibrating 
on the God-like frequency. You can look in the mirror and see the God inside of you. You can see God's face in your face. So he's saying, seek God's face continually. So everywhere you go, you're looking for God's face and other people. You look at your girl, you see God's face. You look at your babies, you see God's face. But understand that everyone's not vibrating on God's frequency and you have to use your discernment and judge souls accordingly. See, he said, judge not and you shall not be judged. We're talking about the ego. Don't judge somebody's ego because everybody's ego's out of control in this fucking 3D reality. Everybody's ego's an asshole. The creator's saying, judge the soul. Use discernment of the heart to determine where someone is spiritually vibrating and you meet them accordingly. So when you see someone and you see God, and when someone sees you and they see God, they look away. That's what I'm saying to you. When you see God in someone's eyes and they see God in your, God, in your eyes, they look away. They look familiar. But when someone doesn't have God in their eyes and they fear the God in your eyes, they look away. That's a double entendre. When you have God, the God frequency vibrating off of you, you look away. You remind others of the God inside of them. But when you don't have that God inside of you, you fear the God inside of others. So you look away. You turn your head. Overstand that we're all on this journey to get back to the highest version of ourselves. And we're always going to remind each other that quest just because you fell out of love with what you love doesn't mean that you can't get back on that path to the supreme love because the real love starts within right no love better than self-love the real love starts within because how can you love something outside of you if you don't love you that's going to forever be an imbalance and a lot of us fall in and out of relationships because we stopped loving ourselves long time ago. And we still out here trying to find somebody to love. Right? Niggas is looking back on the milk carton and shit. Looking for love. Love is on the milk carton. Everybody's looking for love. But what's missing is the love inside of you. Connect back with that today. Fall back in love with what you love. Colossians chapter 3 verse 14. And above all things, and above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Now that charity that the creator is talking about is your free will. It's talking about you just giving your time freely, but from the heart. You're not on your social media like, hold up, take a selfie. Matter of fact, let me do a live video. Look at me feeding the homeless guys. All right. Hey, look at the homeless man eating. Right? Like, that, that ain't the charity that the creator's talking about. That charity is doing the right thing for someone when nobody's looking. Doing the right thing for yourself when nobody's looking. That's that charity. And that's that perfectness. Because you become perfect as the creator by helping fallen humanity. Not questioning it. Not saying, oh, man, I know this, this, this homeless guy ain't homeless. He's going to take this money to buy some drugs. So what? I'm not saying give money to everybody panhandling on the street. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about in those moments when you see somebody falling and they reaching their hand out for God. Act godly towards them. Remind them of God's energy. 
that might be the only thing they need to pull themselves up out of this illusion. Because everybody's succumbing to some form of escapism, right? Everybody's looking for advice to escape from this shit because we know that this 3D is an illusion. And the older you get, the more you're affirming that statement that, man, this shit just don't seem real. Like this, and, and everyone's clinging to what's real. In the end of the day, the only thing that's real on this planet is love. And you can't find it if you don't first love that what's inside of you, that which created you, and that which created you for a supreme purpose to create. Let's keep it going, man. Romans, where we at? Romans, yeah. Romans, uh, no, no, we're gonna go to Psalms. Psalms chapter 75, excuse me, Psalms chapter 73, verse 25 and 26. Psalms chapter 73, verse 25 and 26. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. See, to understand that, you're not alone here. And first you have to connect with that vibration that God's always with you. And, and to understand that God loves you unconditionally. And if you love that God inside of you unconditionally, you're going to gravitate towards unconditional love. You're going to find that unconditional love in your relationships with your family, your friends, your significant other, your children, right? You're, you're, you're going to raise your vibration to a frequency that can be heard by those that are love. My flesh and my heart faileth. Because a lot of times we, we, we misjudge people, right? Oftentimes we think that this person's going to love me and oh my God, and I could just feel the love coming off them. And most of the times, the people you thought that would love you the most are the people that hurt you the most. But th that hurt had to remind you of why you searching for love in the first place because love isn't going to hurt to such a level but what's not love it's going to hurt because you set yourself up thinking it was love and, and you put the house on it you know what I'm saying you betted everything on this person and you wouldn't go that hard betting on the love inside of you right we, we, we believe so much in the love that someone else has for us but we don't believe that much for the love we got for ourselves that's an imbalance so the person is, is going to deceive you because you're deceiving yourself, first and foremost. Your flesh and your heart's going to fail. But God is your strength. So God is going to put you in situations where you feel like you're failing to remind you of the love that only God can give you. And if a person is connected to that love that God gives them, then they can share that love with you. See, you can't be fake with your own heart. Your person can't be fake with their own heart. Like attracts like, right? You bullshitting, you're going to attract the bullshitter. <laughs> right. But oftentimes we attract those that want that love so much, they remind us that we got to do the work for that love. They remind us that if you just loved yourself a little bit harder, all this stuff will balance out. That belief, that, 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 uh, 
support that you want from the other person it's going to show up it's been there the whole time but the person has to withhold it because you're not showing it to yourself first and foremost remember that person that you desire your counterpart your significant other when you come together you you become that one to create another one that neo right to create that child but first you guys have to marry each other to become that one supreme balance divine masculine divine feminine but that only comes when you equally balanced in the love in your own heart and she's equally balanced in the love in her heart and you guys first fall in love with what you love before you fall in love with love first you gotta fall in love with what you love before you fall in love with love or it ain't real Psalms chapter 32 verse 8 I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eye. See, the book is giving you the jewels. The book is giving you the game. See, a lot of us are lost because we out here trying to get around with these two eyes. I said a lot of us are lost because we're trying to get around with these two eyes. When he's saying, use mine eye, use the mind's eye. Keep your third eye high. I will instruct thee and teach thee in thy ways. Go within. Meditate. Converse with that inside of you. You're going to always find the answer. And oftentimes you're lost because you're with these two eyes. You got to walk with faith and not with sight. He says, I will guide thee with mine eye. With mine eye. With the mind's eye. Keep your third eye high Man we cooking We cooking Let's continue on Corinthians This is this is a dope one here I love this one Corinthians chapter 9 Verse 24 through 27 Know ye not Which run in a race, run all. But one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. So everybody's out here looking like they busy. They getting to it. Everybody's getting to the bag. Most of the men out here chasing a bag. But then you find out that bag's a purse. <laughs> and they done trading in their integrity for a bunch of money. Right. We ain't talking about that kind of race. But everybody's out here sincerely running their race, right? Where you, you, you're trying to get somewhere And you know that your heart Knows the destination, right? Your heart is that GPS Your heart's going to get you there But your heart's going to be tested But just know That one receives the prize The one that sincerely Continues to go after That which the soul wants Not the ego And every man that striveth For that mastery Is temperate in all things And we're talking about to master the heaven and hell, the higher self, the lower self, the God and the devil within your temple, to master your cardinal thinking, right? To master your energy and motion, which would be range of emotion, because that would ties you to this animal-like thinking, this cardinal mind, this ego, this, this is all there is. And then to master the higher self, the higher mind, to know that I have a task to complete after this life. 
powerful stuff. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. But we an incorruptible. See, God is saying you, you're already of royalty and you out here trying to be somebody. But you're trading in the soul for that 30 pieces of silver. All of these people just want the attention that they great. They want the attention that they royalty. They want the attention that they somebody that you got to praise, that you got to worship. That's the, that's the deception. They're all trying to obtain a corruptible crown. Look at all the people, all the celebrities and all the government officials and all the people with money. And it's all in the headlines that we all supposed to care about and praise. But behind the doors, these people compromise the shit out of their souls. But they all got a lot of money. But if you look deeply into their eyes, you would see the sorrow. You would see the discontent. You would see the letdown. You would see the depression. You can see this in their eyes. It's not them just aging. Oh, the celebrity's getting older. No, that spark that was in their eyes that let you know what was in the soul is no longer there. It's no longer there. Nobody's home. Nobody's occupying the temple. But God is saying that crown that you got is an uncorruptible crown. You know what I'm saying? So the creator already crowns you king. But you out here looking for subjects to worship you and, and, and you out here looking for a kingdom. But you are that king without a kingdom because the whole planet is your kingdom. To understand that all you got to do is accept the royal bloodline. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, as certainly so fight. I not as one that beat of the air. He says, fight I as one that beat of the air. So meaning you're trying to fight that purpose that the creator has you on. It's like trying to fight the wind. <laughs> like, yo, you're fighting yourself when you go against your purpose. You're fighting yourself when you go against that passion that's inside of you that's telling you to get busy. And every day you compromise the true you when you try to live up to, to an expectation someone else put on you. It's bullshit. Mm -mm. You, you're only doing that business because, you know, you're making money at it. But, but you ain't got no passion. You ain't got no love for it. That fire's going to go out. You're going to be miserable. Eventually, everything's going to dry up because you're not doing it from a sincere place. And anything that's not rooted in love will be uprooted. Anything that's not rooted in love will be uprooted. Fall in love with your first love today. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjugation. Least that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. See, I understand that. Don't, don't ever try to inspire other people if you can't inspire yourself, right? We, we all got good words to give other people, but like, how often are you in the audience listening to your own shit? See, I do this 40-day Grand Ascension, but understand first and foremost, I get the vibration for myself first. I'm not out here just, I'm this great, famous teacher, and I'm going to teach the world. Christ said, I'm going to walk and show you how to walk. But he said, I'm going to walk. I'm not going to talk about how I'm walking. I'm going to walk. Let's show you how to walk. 
So, so always understand that, that you got to practice what you preach. You say you want that love, you got to be that love first and foremost. And that's where it starts. A lot of us are, you know, inspiring others and we got dope quotes on our social media. All that shit is lit, bro. But like, when the last time you actually read a quote for yourself that actually stuck to the soul, it said, you know what? That just woke me up. That just gave me that spark I needed to get busy for the day. Because all you got to do is focus on the day that you in. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow's a possibility. Today is that gift that you've been given. That's why it's called the present. Are you going to unwrap it today? You going to get busy? You going to do what the creator wants you to do? John. Chapter 4, verse 9. And this was manifested the love of God towards us. Because the God sent his son, his only begotten son, into the world. That we might live through him. So to understand this only begotten son. You are that begotten son. You are that fallen angel that fell from those celestial bodies into these physical bodies of bondage. Now, the God that created everything and everyone had a son. Listen to the riddle. The God that created everything and everyone had a son. Well, if he created everyone, wouldn't I be his son too? Wouldn't you be his son? Wouldn't you be his moon? So to understand, we're talking about the one. Now the story of Christ was to tell you of your story, Christ. Simply meaning the light. Now if you are the light bearer, the one who have the truth, and if you are vibrating in truth, and you're connected to the source. No ifs, ands. And when Moses said, when the people ask me, what's your name? What should I call you? He says, I am that I am. I exist. I go by many names. So if it's of a sincere, sincere, supreme vibration, we're talking about the same creator. I might call him Allah. Arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Allah, all law, Allah, all law, all laws that govern the universe. It's a spiritual energy. Masculine and feminine. We're not talking about an actual physical being. Because we are those light beings that are not physical. But we're physical in this 3D reality. But we're here to live out our mythos. Right? You're here to get busy. You're here to unravel the chains and the bondage of the soul. Get busy. Salute. Give thanks for everyone following. Because we, we, we all need this truth. We all need this light in our lives, right? And the minute they put it into a box and they say, well, what's your religion? We not out here to religious gangbang, right? Nope, we not religious gangbanging. You know what I'm saying? Baptists, you know, throw your set up. We not, we not doing none of that. Because all of that was designed to keep you distracted from what the books was really talking about. Now, all the books are just collections of your ancestors' stories, flipped bounced and remixed but if you read this book with a spiritual eye you can see through all the fluff and you can get to the gist of the story because it was always about getting to the gist of the story what did you take from what i just gave you there always has to be a give and take it can't just be oh man that was fascinating god is good and then you get in the parking lot and you back on some nigga shit you know what i'm saying like right after uh sunday service is over that's why that, that, that dynamic doesn't work for our people. But what worked was 
the faith that you believe God existed. See, that's how everybody is still filling up these churches. You believe that there's something higher than you. So there's something still in you that's connected to the source to remind you of that. Now, if pastor put it in my pocket, is pimping the book and taking God's money, but what do they say in the book of Matthews? My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. It's the book of Matthews. See, all through the book is telling you, Matthew 15, 8, they confess my name with their tongue, but deny me in their heart. The whole book is telling you, yo, it's going to be some people with some fly-ass church clothes on. They're going to go to the mega church, but none of them have God in their heart. In fact, the homeless man that the preacher stepped over to get into the church, he know God <laughs> better than Creflo Dollar. Because what happens? God is going to find those that need God the most. And oftentimes, God is going to put you in places where you're reminded of God the most. Sometimes he got to take it all from you to remind you that you already had it all. Let's continue on. Let's continue on. We, are we cooking? We, are we cooking that daily bread today? Proverbs chapter 15, verse 19. Let her be as the loving hind and pleasant roe. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times and be thou ravished always with her love see God is saying first get in touch with that love in yourself so much that when you find that love from her everything she gives you is going to sustain you just look at a woman's breast you know men we like to let's come on we're gonna we gonna get a little gravity today man we like to you know suck on a woman's breast but remember when you were a child those same breasts gave you life so you were reminded of her power even as a child but this is why they show you the painting of the Black Madonna, right? Or Mary and Jesus, right? It's just mother and child, which is the highest form of masonry. My son, right? Mason, M-A-S-O-N, my son. Because every son has a belly button, which means every son had an umbilical cord and they was connected to the first physical manifestation of God, which was her. But remember, Eve is also her, but Eve represented the atoms evolving because Adam was a spirit before Ma breathed life into him. Atoms evolving because Eve taught Adam how to raise up the tree of life and get out the garden. The A-D-A-M evolved the A-T-O-M. Overstand. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and all thy might see in order for us to connect with that supreme vibration of love we got to love that relationship with the God inside of us with everything in us just imagine that imagine if you had a real sincere relationship with the God inside of you. You would strengthen all of the relationships with the God and the gods outside of you, right? If you were strongly connected to the God inside of you, you can strongly connect to the God inside of her, to the God inside of your children, to the God inside of your family. See, we're all trying to speak 
and converse and get along with each other's ego. And that's what we always fall short. You got to love the God inside of someone. The ego don't love nobody. You know what I'm saying? The ego out here wants a bachelor shit. You know what I'm saying? The ego out here ho-hopping. You know what I'm saying? The ego don't care who loves it because the ego doesn't thrive off of love. The ego thrives off of attention and it doesn't care if it's good or bad, right? There's no such thing as, you know, bad press, right? Ego just want to be in the spot. But the soul already has life. I think I'm talking to somebody today. I don't know. I don't know. Let me know if my talk, if my talking to somebody today. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. This is one of my most favorite verses. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So you got to fall in love with your first love. That's going to sustain you in this life. That's going to give you all the stuff you desire. And you might have gave up on that notion a long time ago. And you've been suffering ever since because of it. You've been trying to find all this love outside of you without loving you and loving what you do. That's what pays you to love what you do. Felicians chapter 2 verse 2. Fulfill ye my joy that ye may be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. See, that's how you find that love in your significant other. Y'all got to be of one mind. She has to have a, a s -s sincere, supreme connection with the God inside of her. And you have the same. And that's how you guys become that one. Because if she's seeking love outside of the love inside of her, first and foremost, then she's going to always die out. Or she's going to always diminish the love she has for you because the love she has for herself isn't as certain. It's not of a strong foundation. So this is why we get together with each other and then after a few months, that spark dies out. Because we were looking for that love outside of ourselves higher than the love we were looking for within ourselves, if that makes sense. Man, I love that verse from Matthews. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also awful stuff let's keep it going here we go here we go Isaiah chapter 26 verse 8 through 9 yea in the way of the judgment of the judgments O Lord have we waited for thee the desire of our soul is to thy name and to the remembrance of thee see everything that we desire of the ego it's something that always falls short. It just doesn't live up to what we thought it was, right? Think of all the stuff you're chasing, and then once you finally obtain it, you still feel empty to some degree. Like, damn, that's it? That, uh, that, that victory was short-lived? But it's like, did you do it from a sincere purpose? Or did you do it because someone said you couldn't do it? Or, or you did it because, look at their face when they see I did it. You know what I'm saying? It was like you always did it for uh, the ego to be propped up. And you're always going to fall short. But if you do it for the creator's name, we're talking about the God inside of you. If you do it because this one of the talents God gave me and he told me to get busy with it. And I did it because of this. And I'm going to be of service in the world in the following ways by displaying this talent. Then that's a different energy. 
Everything has to be with intention. With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me, I will seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. See, we learn the ways of the creator by being the creator, by creating ourselves. Right? What did, what did Jesus say? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do, even at the moment of being crucified. But all through his walks, he was trying to show the world how to be righteous. Not righteous like I got to do the right thing. Righteous in terms of what the heart wants. Being sincere. Being diligent with your word. Focusing on yourself. Being purpose driven. Being an example for others. When there's no example around. See a lot of times we might be the only person woke so to speak. Or the only person on the frequency of truth. And everyone around us is, is swimming in darkness. But you're supposed to be that match. In a room full of darkness. To light it up. And it only takes one match. To light the spark. So don't look around for a whole village and I need a tribe of people that's on what I'm on. If you sincerely on it, your tribe will come. Right? Build it and they will come. All it takes is one. Build it and they will come. All it takes is one. Gotta stay purpose driven. Because that's what lights the fire. And the passion of the soul. Romans chapter 12, verse 20 through 11. Be kindly affectionate one to another from brotherly love and honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fevering in spirit, serving the Lord. So it's saying, you know, a lot of times you get up, you at your job and you hate your job and it's Monday. I got to go back to work because you, you're you at a place where you, you, you spent too much time at. You shouldn't be at no more. Right. Or you're, you're, you're still stuck in this comfort zone and you don't want to level up. God is saying, don't be slothful in your business. Right. Most of us do the bare minimum at the job. You know what I mean? Because you just want to get your paycheck. But what if you went so hard in your own business? You gave it everything you had. The universe is going to reciprocate that energy. See, our businesses aren't thriving because we're not giving our all to it. Remind yourself to fall in love with your first love. Go back. You might go back when you was 10. What is that thing that holds your attention and you'll do it no matter what? Whether you're getting paid to do it or not. There's something in you. There's something in your children that's going to remind you of your purpose. To get back to purpose because it's never too late to get on your path of purpose. It's never too late to get back on your path of purpose. We got a few more of these scriptures before we close out. This is my favorite here. This is my favorite. Let's get into it. Uh, Corinthians. Corinthians chapter 19, verse 22. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And what I said about the creator, that everywhere you go, you're going to see the creator's face. And you're going to see his face when you're on your path. So now he says to the weak, I became as weak. Look at the times where you were weak and look at the times 
that you were sent a sign or someone helped you or someone pulled you out of some shit. What type of face did they have? That was the face of God. It might have been a perfect stranger. You like, why did this person just help me? When no one else would, what, what's going on? But in that moment, you saw God's face. In that moment, you saw God's face. So to understand that, you gotta be connected with those moments. And oftentimes, we don't wanna remember the lessons we just want the blessings, right? We, we don't want to remember the lessons. We just want the blessings. But the lesson is really the blessing. Because the times where you were fucked up, those were the times you had to get up. I said the times where you were fucked up, those were the times where you had to get up. But you always saw God's face reminding you of your God. Powerful stuff. Now, now this 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 one here, the, the Corinthians chapter 9 through 19 through 23. God is walking with you the most when you feel like you can't stand, when you feel like you can't go on another step. That's when you see God right beside you. When 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 you when when you find a way out of no way, that's to remind you that remember, because God is the omnipresent. God is that unseen energy that we all know is around us, but you can't see with the physical two eyes. Walk, walk with faith and not by sight. So God is always around you, but he's around you most when you think he's not. So a lot of times you got to get busy in those times when you feel like you failed. When you think you failed, God is saying, I'm about to level you up. God is saying, yep, right around the corner. Bang this left. You know what I'm saying? Your, your abundance is right around this corner. But you got to remind yourself that you're on that path. You got to remind yourself of why you got on that path to begin with. And never give up. Never give up that endless quest to find that which you sincerely seek. What did God say? Seek me with all your heart. You got, you got to do this, you know what I'm saying, consistently. And you can't do it for other people. To the weak, became I became as weak, that I might gain the weak, and I am made all things to all men, that I might be of all means to save some. See, some. Because you have free will. God is saying you ain't got to connect back with the relationship with me you ain't gotta be the God that I know you to be you could be that devil you can stay in your devolved nature that is your choice Corinthians chapter 19 excuse me chapter 9 verse 19 to 23 let's put it all together for though I be free from all men yet have I made myself servant unto all see that I might gain the more See, to understand that, to be of service to humanity is to actually be free from the bondage that humanity is under. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew. See, God's going to meet you where you at. 
that I might gain the Jews. And to them that are under the law, as under the law, that I gain them that are under the law. And to them that are without law, as without law, being not without the law of God or under the law of God's truth, that I might gain them that are without law. You ever notice most of the people that end up in jail, they end up finding God and they say, oh, he the brother that went to jail. He done got religious. And no, it's you, 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 you get stripped out of this illusion of this world. And sometimes you get put in physical bondage to remind yourself that you're in spiritual bondage. And the only person that can get you out of bondage is that God inside of you. So you strengthen and fortify that relationship with the God inside of you. And that's what that's about. So God is saying, I'm going to, I'm going to transform myself into all of these vibrations in which you'll receive. Because once you receive me, you will know that I am God. And you will raise back up to the God self. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might be as all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be a partaker thereof with you. First it was one set of footprints in the sand, then it was two sets of footprints in the sand, but it was really one the whole time. Because the God inside of you was carrying the ego the whole time. And the God inside of you knew that you was going to get there the whole time. See, the ego is the only one complaining along this ride of life. The soul knows where it's going. The heart knows the destination. It's the ego that wants the explanation. Understand? Be vigilant in this quest to find the self, to get back to the God self. Powerful stuff. We're going to close out with two more scriptures. And of course, we do our daily affirmation for the 40 day grand ascension. Yeah, man, this stuff gets powerful. So now let's close out with this last one here Romans. Is it Romans? Yeah, let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 1, verse 24 through 27. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. So understand, right? The book is still telling on these deceivers. It's telling you, yo, these people going to have you worshiping something outside of you. And that wasn't my word. And the only way that you fall short, the only way you can destroy God's temple is to dishonor what's in your own heart. To chase after the shit that the ego wants, but the ego never knows what it wants. Stop listening to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop listening to it. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile afflictions for even their woman did change the natural use into that which is against nature but look at how in disarray the union is right the, the balance the harmony between the masculine and divine feminine 
Women feel like they don't need men. Men feel like they don't need women. Like all of this shit was written into the book, but it's showing you there's a chemical imbalance, but it's showing you that she's out of harmony because we took her off the throne. We stopped holding her up as the royalty she is. If she's co connected to the direct bloodline of the creator, why wouldn't we be co-creators with her? Why aren't we creating with her? Why are we destroying instead of building? And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, earned in their lust one toward another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that comprehends of the error which was me. So to understand that we all are chemically out of balance, spiritually out of balance, physically out of balance because we're not connected with the love inside of us. And everybody's trying to find whatever you you think love is outside of you because you haven't took the time to connect with the love inside of you. You're deceiving your own heart so you will be deceived by the world full of deceivers. And that's what we're dealing with in these days and time. Look at all the truth that's coming out in the world and no one cares. Because everybody's entertained and everybody want to come to the game. And that's what this has become. But it's time for you to get back to what matters. Get back to purpose. Because when you leave here, all the people will remember is your purpose, your passion. And I go remember the prophets, you know, what did he leave me in the will? All that shit is of the ego. But I'm talking about the people you actually touch, the people you actually inspired. These are the people that will remember you forever. And if your name is no longer spoken, you will be soon to be forgotten. So to be remembered forever in the mind of God is to do what God would do. Get back to yourself, God. Stop following people outside of you, God. Be purpose-driven. It says the 40-day grand ascension, day 21, fall in love with your first love. And let's do our daily affirmation we do it in threes let's send it up i am falling in love with my first love again i will reconnect with that calling that's calling my soul to take action no longer will i put off these needs and deeds of the heart i am a servant of the most high here to serve the god inside here to bring out the god inside of others my passion is the fire that lights my path to show the way. I will walk in faith and not in fear. For the road I'm on will always lead to the destination of the soul. In order to connect with love around me, I will remind myself to never forget the love that's within me. In order to fall in love, one must jump often from the cliffs of thy comfort zone. I am falling in love with my first love I will reconnect with that calling that's calling my soul to take action. No longer will I put off the needs and deeds of the heart. I am a servant of the Most High, here to serve the God inside, here to bring out the God inside of others. My passion is the fire that lights my path 
to show the way. I will walk in faith and not in fear, for the road I'm on will always lead to the destination of the soul. In order to connect with the love around me, I will remind myself to never forget the love that's within me. In order to fall in love, one must jump often from the cliffs of thy comfort zone. One more time, let's send it up. I am falling in love with my first love again. I will reconnect with that calling that's calling my soul to take action. No longer will I put off the needs and deeds of the heart. I am a servant of the Most High, here to serve the God inside, here to bring out the God inside of others. My passion is the fire that lights my path to show my way. I will walk in faith and not in fear. For the road I'm on will always lead to the destination of the soul. In order to connect with the love around me, I will remind myself to never forget the love that's within me. In order to fall in love, one must jump often from the cliffs of thy comfort zone. Peace, love, and more light. I am your host, J.F. Bay. This is the 40-Day Grand Ascension. Day 21, fall in love with your first love. Salute to everybody tuning in. This is the Third Eye High Podcast. I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. And at Third Eye High, we deal with a higher consciousness, a flyer culture. If you want to support the podcast, you can support the podcast in the following ways. I spent my sweat equity by sharing the bill, by giving my light, my energy. You spent your highest form of currency. You paid attention. So I'm compensated. Give thanks. You could share the bill. You could subscribe to the podcast. That's a form of donation. If you want to send a monetary donation, you can hit my cash app. Dollar sign far out flow. F-A-R-O-U-T-F-L-O-W. Far out flow. Dollar sign far out flow is the cash app. And as I said, you paid attention. You spent your highest form of currency and I give thanks. And until next time on the 40-day Grand Ascension, I am your host, J.F. Bay. Always remember to keep your third eye high. Let's shout out some of my listeners. Shouts out to Jason B. Thanks for tuning in. Michael J. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Ken Drew, uh, Smith James, Reggie Woods, Mr. Two Extra, Christopher, Dr. Robert, Jason, uh, Jimmy, Miss Breaker, Daryl, uh, Kelly Ann, Dr. Ryle, thanks for tuning in. Sean G, the uh, Clarity uh, Consigliere, thanks for tuning in. Ali, thanks for tuning in. Antonio Myers, uh, L, thanks for tuning in. Elk, Miss Queenie, thanks for tuning in. Julian, uh, Melanin Talks, uh, Wynn, thanks for tuning in. Stacy, Greg, thanks for tuning in. Um, Jade, also thanks for tuning in. Uh, you got a follow for a follow, Empress. Thanks for tuning in to the last build. And salute to everyone on the podcast listening at large. This is the Third Eye High podcast. We deal with a higher consciousness of the flyer culture. Always remember to keep your third eye high. Peace, love, more light.